Smith as Cody Connor closes. It's down underneath the second. About six car lengths now to turn number three, but Cody Connor is going to run out of time. Matt Craig will win again in the Cars Super Late Model Tour here in the Clover Construction 250 at the Hickory Motor Speedway. Matt Craig victorious for the second time this season. We'll get down trackside and talk to the defending series champion. Did you have any concerns at the outset of the race about the guys that were racing you and how hard you were having to push this car? Yeah, the other guys wanted to push pretty hard at the beginning. And you would think by now they know I ain't giving up the lead. If you want to run 100% from lap five, let's do it. But, uh, you know, the car was really good. I, I was a little too loose at the end. I knew 45 was coming. You know, them guys are really good, and they keep getting better, so we got to keep working on our stuff. But, uh, you know, the car just faded to the loose side. Uh, it always does that here. We got we to gotta keep working on it. But, uh, you know, the car is really good. You know, it fired off really good there on lap uh, 80 restart, and we were able to make a big gap, and uh, that gap helped us out at the end for sure. So, uh, yeah, I just can't thank everybody on my team and CNC Bowler enough. <laughs> McCarty, white flag in the air. He has got about a 2.2 second lead over second place Jared Fryer. And with no traffic in sight, Bobby McCarty has just about led this one flag to flag off of turn number four. McCarty will win the Clover Construction 250 here in Hickory for the Cars Late Model Stock Tour. This fight for fifth and sixth a little bit ago we saw, Butler's gonna take it over Mosack and Company. There is Bobby McCarty. We will go down and talk to Bobby McCarty after what, hard to believe, is his first win this season here in the Solid Rock Carriers Cars Late Model Stock Tour. Did you have any idea how good this car was early in this race, or did it just kind of come to you? I, I thought we was good. Um, Yesterday we wasn't good. These guys right here, man, I, I can't thank them enough. They busted their butts on this thing, and we got the car where where we wanted it to be, and we decided to set the pace uh, just because it's hard to pass here. And then once we got out front, man, this thing just kept getting better and better and better. And uh, just got to thank all these guys. Everybody at Solid Rock Carriers, Autos by Nelson, RNS Race Cars, BST Shocks. This is where my good buddy Jeff, his uh, his stepdad, isn't doing too good right now. Um, and winning don't fix it, but you know, it definitely helps. So, uh, this one's for him and uh, all the guys that, that bust their tails on this thing, man. I can't thank them enough. Well, late race restarts about lap 74 or so. You said the car started to fall apart inside, the shifter broke. How much of a hindrance was that to you, and how thankful were you we didn't have a late race restart? I it really wasn't that bad. I just couldn't get my arms straight on it because it wasn't tall enough, so I had to kind of pull back and at an angle. 
Um, but other than that, it, it wasn't too bad. But, you know, uh, you get to the end, man, you'll do whatever you got to do to make it happen. And that's what we did today. There's been a lot of talk the last few months for obvious reasons. We don't have to rehash it. Is this a statement win for you and your team? We're just getting started. Just getting started, says Bobby McCarty. Let's pick up that hotline. Danny Willard, race director of the Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour. We're hanging out here at the Race 22 Productions recording studio in beautiful Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Danny, how you doing this afternoon, my friend? Doing good, Doc. Hope you are. I am uh, finally getting cooled down from a hot, hot, hot afternoon <laughs> at the uh, Hickory yes, Motor Speedway. Holy <laughs> shnikes, was it hot. Uh, the yes, uh, the it competition was. was hot. The track was hot. And yours truly was even hotter. You know how they say the humidity makes it uh, hotter than it actually is? Well, so does being fat. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, sir, we had some wonderful racing this past uh, weekend at the Hickory Motor Speedway. Race number four for the super late models and race number four for the late models. It was the Clower Construction 250 with the Hickory Motor Speedway in Newton, North Carolina. Uh, 125 laps for both super late models and late models. Would have been, should have, would have, could have been the throwback race. It wasn't uh, that special race, but this race was special because we welcomed fans back to the track with the uh, the tour. How cool was that to finally see fans back in the stands, Danny? Man, that was awesome to see fans back. I know we were, you know, at a, you know, shortened capacity, and uh, you know the social distancing was. Uh, you know, uh, enforced, and uh, so it, it. You know, but it was great to see the fans back at Hickory Motor Speedway. The track could uh, open the gates at fifty percent, and they sold out. Looks like to me. I uh, don't have the official, but uh, they had the trackside parking, and man, they were having a great time over there. The uh, windshield deep folks uh, had a, a little uh, tent set up, and they were doing a podcast live while the races were going on. And had activities, and those folks are having a great time. the The fans got to see some great racing. So, uh, and so I was so glad that uh, Kevin was able to uh, have some fans, and the tour is able to have some fans. So, yes, that makes for a great weekend, no doubt. So, of course, Tony uh, calling the the action over there had uh, Jacqueline Drake uh, doing the call on the pits. Uh, I think Lenny Batecki was supposed to be there this weekend, uh, but he had fell sick. Uh, of course, you know. When you say that, everybody's thinking COVID, but he was tested. It was negative. He has a upper respiratory um, sickness. So we're all uh, wishing the best for Lenny. We hope you feel better. But let me tell you, Lenny, Jacqueline stepped in there, and she she did the job fine. Let me tell you, she stepped up, and she knocked it out, and she nailed it this past weekend. She did a fantastic job covering the action on pit road. She gave some fantastic reports uh, anytime that uh, Tony sent it down to her. Uh, she pulled a Tony. Let me tell you this story. She pulled a Tony uh, the first time he did uh, – Pit reporting for our old uh, broadcast. He's doing audio only for internet broadcasting, doing short track racing. Um, he had done a report, and we looked down there, couldn't find him. He was up under the hood, you know, giving a report, such details, and that's when we knew we was going to hire him. 
So, you know, Tony was sending it down to her, and they were trying to figure out what was going on. And, and I was watching the, the replay, taking notes, and she did the same thing. She was right there amongst the crew, looking up in the, 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 under the hood, so she can see and give uh, great details on what the crew was doing. So hats off to Jacqueline this past weekend. She nailed it, man. She, she just knocked it out of the park. So you go, girl. Girl power. You go, girl. <laughs> so I just, just I can't uh, praise her enough this past weekend. That tickled me when I saw her uh, in there with the crew looking, you know, down in the, uh, the, the motor bay there, trying to see exactly what they were trying to fix. Cause something, something odd was going on with that particular car. And, uh, that reminded me of Tony doing that. So yeah, that was that was absolutely awesome. I loved it. But uh, but yeah, she she did fine. She did really really great. So, but anyway, on the track action this weekend, no uh, no funny business through tech. Everybody went through tech. Nobody had to go through tech two or three times. Yeah, as far as I know, tech went uh, pretty smoothly. I didn't hear of anything uh, out of the ordinary. As far as I know, uh, you know, uh, everything went well. <laughs> All right. Now, I want you will tell us if something funny going on with us. Will you, will you be allowed to tell us? Because you know I'm gonna ask you that every week. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, there's nothing to hide. I mean, if somebody, uh, if we, if somebody's, you know, got something crazy going on, I mean, we'll definitely talk about it. And uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I don't know if I can, uh, you know. Uh, Go into total detail. No, but, I, I won't, uh, don't you know. do that, but I, I do want to hear, you know, hey, I want, I want to know when these guys are pushing, uh, you know, that <laughs> limit there. But anyway, um, you know, back to the, the track action at Hickory Motor Speedway. Um, you know, for the late model stock guys, you know, I've been covering some weekly races there. Josh Berry's been racing there. Uh, Millington, the uh, qualifying for the late models, they've been turning around 14 eights. 14 nines uh, josh two weeks ago was down to 14 7 80s which is fairly close to the cars tour track record not too far from it this past weekend old track was kind of angry and slick and uh, greasy i don't think nobody's going to get close to that both divisions were way off the mark of where they would normally would be at for instance um uh, mini tyrell congratulations to him fantastic coming out of the box, uh, snagging that pole uh, with his hot rod there. He and Brandon Butler as his crew chief with a 15.277, way off the normal mark. But, hey, he was the fastest of the bunch, 24 strong, I think it was, for the late model stock cars. He had a 15.277, well over 86 mile an hour. Trevor Knowles on the super late model side uh, was the fastest qualifier, I think his second of the year. Uh, with a 14.932, and I think they're normally down to 14 twos uh, for the late for the super late models. So yeah, the track was a little angry, slick, and hot and greasy, and and boy, that was um, that was really threw them a curveball, didn't it? Throughout the whole weekend. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it did. You could tell, uh, especially you know uh, during uh, qualifying, like you said, you know, qualifying was really tight both divisions. I mean, you just you know, uh, off, like you said, time-wise, you know, a couple tenths or so. But uh, it left a lot of them guessing for the feature race. I could, you know, you could see it uh, in the features. A lot of the teams, you know, really were struggling and, and really, I, I think, uh, maybe uh, went the wrong direction, you know, to say. Uh, you know, some we had some goers, you know, and some comers, but, uh, you know, uh, 
it, look, I think it was really hard, you know, speaking from, from past experience. I mean, those hot days like that, I mean, if it uh, cools off, you know, a certain amount, you know, you pretty much uh, don't know what you're going to have, and it looks like uh, some of the uh, teams were really struggling. Yeah, because, you know, thinking about the, the temperature, I don't think it was hot on Saturday. It was hotter Saturday than it was on Friday. Some of them tested Thursday. Um, when they qualified, it was re- it was really hot. There was no cloud cover, and um, many went out. He was second out, I think, of the of the whole group that went out. So that lap stuck. So that kind of shows you how goofy the uh, the track was. But um, nonetheless, you know this the the tightness of the field. It was still was was less than what eight tenths for the entire field. So the competition level was still incredibly tight for the late models. Uh, and the uh, super late models uh, still incredibly tight so uh, the best competition for uh, the the best drivers and late models and the super late models it's, it's still the cars racing tour I tell you man it's it's so much fun to watch these guys and the tightness of competition and uh, see these young guys that come out and 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 race against the older guys man I tell you they get so younger and younger and younger and it's just incredible uh, to see these young guys finally, like many talked about, many coming out and finally get that success and win that pole, that was really neat to see for him. So, well, let's talk about some of the racing action, um, you know. And there again, just like the uh, the race a uh, couple of weeks ago at Jennerstown, as soon as you dropped the green flag on the uh, super late models, man. You had to make a quick decision already, didn't you? <laughs> you had to go to work uh, uh, right as the green flag dropped, the first green flag drop on the Supers, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Uh, <laughs> you know, I think there's a little bit of confusion on why I redid that. You know, um, you know, the 22 was our control car, 54 was outside, and we got to the end of the restart zone. The 54 did go, the 22 didn't. So, I mean, the start was clean, but... You know, I addressed in a driver's meeting that uh, I wanted the uh, pace to be, you know, at least pace car speed or gradually pick up the pace, and I felt like it, you know, they slowed it down. Uh, you know, but the 22 was a control car. 54 didn't do anything wrong, but uh, uh, the initial start just looked like crap, to be honest with you, and I redid it. I mean, long story short, and we did it the second time, and it looked really nice. So, yeah. uh, you know, but... Uh, we address that in the driver's meeting. We want to keep the pace, you know, at least pace car speed or pick it up gradually. And, uh, you know, you know, we've had some uh, races in the past where, you know, I probably didn't enforce it enough with them slowing down. But uh, moving forward, you know, that was an example of what's going to happen. And is that to um, stop them from playing games at the beginning? Or, exactly. You know, because I think, you know, to me, just thinking, you know, I'm never raced at that level. Um, if they slow down too much to in the beginning, does that kind of create a domino effect back through the field? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, if you slow down too much, I mean, it, it does. It, it can it can okay. cause some, you know, uh, you know, some uh, folded hoods and uh, yeah, throw up rear bumpers. But uh, you know, you, you know, we don't drive the race cars. We just try to, you know, come up with the best scenario for these. Uh, initial starts and restarts and uh slowing down is not the best uh way to go yeah and you don't want to see anybody get tore up right on the initial start that's that's no way to do a show uh so you right, know, you right. Do, that's a good way to eliminate that and and then you told them in the uh driver's meeting so i did and you uh you know i've got uh you know i brought that up and i'm just you know i'm trying to uh 
like you say, you know, I'm trying to uh, keep cars from getting torn up on these uh, uh, on these initial starts and restarts. And I mean, we've got to have guidelines, and uh, you know, we uh, we just went by what uh, we were trying to uh, tell them to do in a driver's meeting. And uh, moving forward, you know, that's an example of what's going to happen if we slow down. Yeah. And on the poll, I, I said uh, for the second time, but Trevor Knowles has had all four polls. i uh, correct myself here uh, in the Cars Tour this year. Um, at Hickory, it was a 14,932, 87 miles an hour, almost 88 miles an hour. Uh, so he was in control of the start. And uh, and I know everybody had their eyes on Matt Craig, and you know he's been uh, pretty hot. If it's not him, it's been Bubba. Well, Bubba didn't make it. Everybody wondered if he's going to make that run from Florida uh, to Hickory. He's done it before. He, I think one of the times last year he decided to come race at Hickory. He said, hey, man, we just decided late in the afternoon we was going to decide to come race at Hickory. I almost halfway thought that maybe he'd do that uh, uh, this time, but uh, it wasn't to be. So, you know, was, I wonder if somebody else is going to step up and uh, who's going to be that next guy to to try to uh, rattle up and uh, race with Matt Craig. So, you know Trevor's got the, the speed, uh, but you got to put that whole race together. I know Trevor can do it. It's just... You know when is when is it going to happen? You know cars. You know Carson Quaffle, uh, he's got he's fast. He's got some speed. You know Tyler Church has got the uh, the track knowledge there at, at Hickory. Cody Connor has shown a lot of speed. He's got the the track record there at Hickory, I do believe. Um, Sammy Smith is in great equipment. Is a great little young racer. So thought well, maybe some of these old farts that are coming out of retirement, Jeff Fultz and Michael Rich. <laughs> How cool is it to see Michael Rich at the racetrack in a race car? It was cool to see Michael back. I, you know, I talked to him a little bit while he was coming through Tech, putting his tires on, and uh, you know, it's been a long time since I talked to Michael. It was great to see Michael back. Oh, absolutely. I just thought the world of him and his family, and uh, back in the old Pro Cup days, and Jeff Fultz. Who don't like Jeff Fultz? <laughs> it's good to yeah, see him. Tough. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So they finally get going, and the. You know, the first part of the race, I thought, well, who's going to be the rabbit? Because we had several. Fultzy went up there and ran a little bit. And then uh, I think uh, Trevor uh, tried to push him a little bit. And and uh, so I thought, well, maybe they're going to try to make Craig uh, run a, a pace that maybe will blister his tires and run a pace that he didn't want to race, uh, you know, early on. But uh I don't think that strategy worked out too well for him because Matt was strong early and late because yeah, uh, 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 everybody kind of fell off and some of the other folks uh, came on strong at the end. But, uh, man, they kind of um, played nice because uh, we didn't really have uh, anybody roughing any feathers because uh, uh, we had, what, uh, just the uh, competition cautions in the uh, super late model race. That, yeah, that's correct. Uh, yeah, we just had the competition cautions in the super race, which, you know, are every 40 you know, consecutive laps that we run, uh, you know, and can't happen the last 25. And uh, so it played out, you know, we had lap 40 and 80, and then we went to the checker. And uh, so, uh, but, I mean, you know, there was some racing. There was some racing through yeah. the field. I mean, you know, Matt, he, Matt once again, Matt had a fast car. I mean, he's he, Matt's really good at Hickory, and he's been running good everywhere he goes. So, uh, but if you watched everything play out, like, you know, Cody Connor started in the rear, come yeah. all the way to second and stuff like that, there was some really good racing. 
Yeah, I kept expecting uh, Tyler to make that run on the outside, and he did there for a little while because he was really strong uh, the last time we were here. Uh, Jeff Fultz, I expected him to really push Matt, um, and he did. He went out there and led a little bit earlier. Um, I believe he broke an axle. I believe that's that, what put uh, Fultz out of the race because, you know, he parked it early. I, if I remember correctly, I believe he went out with a broken axle, I yeah. think. And then uh, Trevor, you know, pushed him up there, and um, so they tried to uh, – you know, I figured they'd try to run, you know, each of them try to run rabbit for a little bit. And then you had uh, Carson came up there and run strong there for a while. And um, so it was cool to uh, Mamba. Was it Mamba? The guy they call him, uh, the Black Mamba. He was back racing. A lot of guys uh, were real tickled to see him back at the track. So it was it was a good homecoming for a lot of folks with the super late models. Maybe didn't have the numbers that everybody expected, but it was still good racing. And everybody was glad to see each other at the racetrack. And Matt um still strong as ever and you know it's just like uh, you want to go see your favorite pitcher throw a uh a, a no hitter for your home team that's kind of what we're seeing sometimes but it wasn't easy he didn't lead every lap uh it wasn't easy he right. had to work for it and uh, they pushed it and his car was just as good on old slick tires as it was on good tires and so you know those guys need to go to work a little bit so he was Matt Craig, he, he he might be pushing real close now to another uh, championship right around the corner. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, definitely looking good right now. And, and you, you know, you got to look at Matt. You know, a couple weeks ago he had a big win at Nashville. So, like I said, Matt, he's he's running really good wherever he goes. So, I mean, yeah. you know, these guys, uh, I think some of them are slowly catching catching him. I mean, it's like I said with uh, Cody Connor coming from last to second. You know, it'd been nice to see it, you know, if we'd had a late caution error to see if maybe he could have done something with him. I, yeah. I don't know, but you know, that that never happened. So you know, um, but uh, you can always uh, wonder. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, take a look at the top five here for the uh, Super Late Models. Matt Craig, of course, was your winner. Cody Connor uh, finished in second. Trevor Knowles finished third. Carson Quaffle finished fourth. Tyler Church rounded out your top five. Matt Craig. Holds on to the uh, points lead. Carson Quavel moves up uh, one spot to th uh, second. And Cody jumps up three spots to third um, in the points. Sammy Smith stays right there. He's tied in third now. Trevor Knowles in fifth. Bubba Paula drops to sixth. Seventh is Jeff Batten. Hudson Hadler is in eighth. Justin Kreider ninth. And Jake Garcia, even though he wasn't there, stays in the top ten. Uh, hopefully see that young man there uh, come back. He's a very exciting young racer there with the super late model ranks and pro late model ranks. Hope to see him back racing with us. Uh, so that's a good look at the uh, super late models that were there at uh, Hickory. We're uh, talking with the uh, Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour Series, Race Series Director, Danny Willard. here at the uh, Race 22 Productions Recording Studio in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. We're getting ready to break down the late model stock car portion of this past Saturday's 125-lap uh, Chlor Construction 250 on the late model stock portion from the Hickory Motor Speedway. Uh, a lot more cars to keep your eyes on in this race. Uh, 24 strong, I think it was. Mini Tyrell starting his first race uh, from the pole. Now, did you have to go down and uh, speak with Mini? Since you knew he was a young racer and doing his first pole, you know, 
start in front of 24 other cars? Did you have to go talk to him? No, not at all. I mean, Manny, he's been running with us long enough. And, you know, know, Manny, you know, won a lot of races back at Shenandoah when he used to run up there uh, back before he, you know, joined the Cars Tour. So, you know, he's got the experience starting on the front row, so there was no need to uh, talk to Manny. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Uh, and plus, you know, as we said uh, with uh, Brandon Butler there, because I – had a chance to talk to him earlier today on another podcast um where i stood around and after all the pictures and everything and watched him and, and brandon talk about how they want to approach that initial start so it was really neat on watching their chemistry um so yeah that young man's got a lot going a lot of good going for him so um that was really neat to see so uh big race uh, a lot of people anticipating this race good field of cars a lot of quality cars um headed to the green flag so uh, a little bit later in the day tracks a little bit cooler some guys are wondering you know how much the track is going to change but uh by by then i'm already i'm already spent i'm gassed out already (laughs) man i was i was hot i'm gonna tell you something i did the grid walk and i was about to fall out just from by then because uh, man it was hot gosh it was hot but uh but man it uh that that race was uh was really good i was really excited for the late model stock guys they uh they really put on a pretty good show um how was their initial start they were pretty more uh they behaved pretty good on that initial start in your eyes they did that was a, they had a really good uh initial start with the late model stock feature yeah it, it looked really good i mean uh you know uh uh, Manny did a great job. Uh, he did what he's supposed to do. <laughs> yeah, I thought he did too, and uh, held a good line and raced him good. And and Bobby, he just happened to snooker him just a little bit from the outside. And watching him weekly, uh, that outside man has been really good this year. You know, maybe they should they could have chose the outside if they wanted to, right? Yeah, Manny, he, he had the choice. I mean, you know, uh, but uh, you know, he liked to start on the inside. Right. You know. Uh, control car has that option, but uh, he elected to start there, and uh, you know Bobby got the uh, jump on him on the start. Well, not the jump; that was a good start, but mm-hmm. he got a better start than many, and uh, you know. But uh, uh, like I said, it was a good start. Yeah, it was a good start, and once they came back around, Bobby did take the lead and uh, never gave it up. But uh, that don't mean they weren't good racing because it was some fantastic racing. Um, just not for the lead from that point on. Um, I think they made it to uh, lap 33. Um, Stallings uh, spun around. Yes. Now, did he have a little help, or um, did he? That was, uh, well, you know, no, there was a, you know, chain reaction there. Uh, you know, had him off a of turn four there. Uh, hard racing. I mean, there was a lot of hard racing. I mean, mm-hmm. especially Hicker Speedway. You know, there's a lot of... Uh, Always going to be hard, hard racing Hickory Motor Speedway. You know, it, it's going to be rubbing. There's going to be banging. I mean, you know, when, when like I said before, another man gets into another guy and takes him out, you know, you got to do what you got to do. But on that uh, particular caution, that was a chain reaction deal. All right. And um, that's when he took out the cone, the, the, the orange cone. I don't know if he tweeted or anything. Cone had a hopefully, bad night. Yeah, <laughs> cone I, got hit a couple times. <laughs> didn't know if he was able to tweet, so hopefully he, he'll be okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, he, had, he, he got wiped out. I, you know, later on, I think Corey Hine took him out, too, and yeah, knocked him out of the way. So 
But, yeah. Uh, yeah, the cone had a bad night in turn four. Yeah, and then uh, right thereafter, it uh, we didn't get going long, and uh, uh, Ronald Hill uh, went spinning, uh, another chain reaction. And I think uh, you were in question about possibly uh, looking at another driver, maybe going to the pits, but that said driver, um, not going to the pits, but sent him to the back, but he went into the pits, so that kind of took care of itself. So it did. no penalties it there. Did. And No uh, penalty was announced over the radio, but, you know, it fixed itself. I did, uh, we did see what happened in the tower, yeah. and uh, that was going into the corner, uh, which I felt like could have been prevented. But, you know, the car that got into the 74 did come in, uh, close pit road, which fixed itself, which they went to the tail end of the longest line. So, you know, it was yeah. not addressed over the radio, but the tower did, uh, you know, we did see what happened. All right. Then you had a, a pretty good long run, um, which had a lot of race, and that's when the guys really could see what they what they had. And um, that's when the we kind of could tell the 99 car just did not want to handle. That car was just ugly. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I, I really didn't expect that. As well as he ran last time up there, you know, Lane yeah. and the Riggs crew, they, uh, you know, they uh, they struggled. You know, I very unexpected. There was a couple of cars that really I was expecting to be closer to the front, but uh, you know, like going back to like I said earlier, I think just some of them missed it because of the heat and everything, and uh, you know, it, I think their uh, setups just didn't pay. You know. Because yeah, he went and tested on Thursday, I think it was. Or, yes. You know, earlier in the week. It was earlier than that in the week. Cause I, uh, I don't to, remember what day, but I think he, yeah, I think yeah, I did hear he somebody. And, he went up there and tested. So, and uh, tested you know, Friday. They, and, they definitely tried to plan it out well, but it didn't yeah. work out. So, uh, you know, I talked to him uh, Sunday. Because I, you know, I, you know, knowing how good that car was the last time, and then the, as much testing as they done, I thought for sure a shock had went bad or uh, a component had broken, uh, a, a collapsed spring. I, you know, I thought it was something like that. And they went through that car, he said, with a fine-tooth comb and nothing. Couldn't find anything. He said it basically came down to the tires that were, you know, that, that they ended up, had, you know, selected. And it just came down to a bad set of tires. Just that one oddball time. That it just, that that tires happened. just didn't work well. And uh, right. he said, hey, that's, that's racing. So they did the best they could. And then they ultimately, um, I think he said, uh, had a rear end malfunction. Um, so that's why they had to ultimately park it. So he said, it's, that's the only thing, that's that's what they concluded. So I hated that for Lane um, for coming on strong and getting that points lead and then didn't have a problem like that at, at Hickory. But they'll bounce back. You know, they're not out of it. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, be yeah. Fine. But I hate to see Craig Moore out uh, early because I know he had a really good car there s- several times. And uh, Justin Carroll, Justin Johnson had a – I love the new colors on his car. That car is beautiful. Oh, yeah. I like him a lot better myself because we can see the numbers <laughs> from the tower. On the other paint job he had, the numbers were hard to, you know, yeah. see. But, I mean, we could identify them. Don't that's, get me wrong, but they were hard, hard to see. But this old... thing right here, you yeah. can see it from two miles away. So, perfect. Good job. <laughs> job well done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no doubt. And then, you know, speaking of the long run there, uh, the, uh, during that time, somewhere during that time, Bobby McCarty said his uh, uh, gear shifter, the top part of his gear shifter, where I guess it 
where it comes up and curves over towards him, it broke off. Not the whole gear shifter, but some you know, portion of the gear shifter broke off. So he had to run the rest of the race uh, without the top part of his gear shifter. So that was pretty interesting. So um, a lot of, you know, that, that caution there at lap 34, a lot of guys uh, pit. And um, and I guess it, it broke during that time because he said he had to shift uh, at least once um, during that time. He had to do it kind of oddly. So they, right. they had that long run. So they had uh, late models had one competition caution. So that had to have been what uh, around lap seventy four. Seventy four, yeah. Okay. Seventy four, yeah. I think I see. Looking at my notes here, I believe that's correct. Okay. And was that the last caution? I. That's what I'm showing. I mean, I know we had a long run there at the end. Uh, you know, a lot of cars got you know uh, moved around. Some, like I said, some went backwards and some went forwards. So. You know, there was a lot of moving around. I mean, if you if you didn't watch what was going on up front from second back, like we talked about earlier, it was a really a lot of passing, a lot of good racing. Yeah. I mean, you know, for example, the man who finished second, where did he come from again? <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but he, he made it to second again. That's Mr. Jared Fryer. Yep, absolutely. And, of course, uh, Bobby McCarty was your winner. Jared Fryer finished second. Mini Tyrell ran the top five the entire race. And hats off, and let's give a clap to uh, – uh, Trevor Ward uh, finished yes. fourth. I was so tickled to talk with Dean. I was, um, I was glad to see that team have a great run. They've, yeah. they've had some bad luck this year. Great to see the Ward team back up front. Yeah, absolutely. So tickled for them. And Chad McCombie uh, rounding out your top five. Yes. Uh, so glad to see that. Uh, they, I know they've been working hard. They travel a long way to get to these races, just like many Terrell. Um, so uh, glad to see him uh finally have that finish that they they've been working so hard for you know plus you know, he's doing the the road course racing and the roundy round so multi-talented I, I, I just hope he don't get confused and turn right one time at the end of one of our straightaways that would be bad <laughs> <laughs> and uh you know sam butler his second tour uh, uh race with us of course you know yep. been racing weekly at uh, hickory uh, that fella's impressive. Uh, that young he man is, is, is very impressive. And uh, Connor Mozak uh, running his car, but number 88, I guess, uh, taking over those points, I guess. I don't know how that works uh, by changing the car number. Corey Heim finished uh, eighth. And Jonathan Schaefer um, finished ninth. That young man uh, sat down and chatted with him after the race. Uh, very sharp, very, very sharp young man. Uh, Nolan Pope finished rounding out your top 10. 20 cars were running at the end. Jonathan Finley, Jessica Can, and Ronald was right there running real close proximity. They finished one lap down. And yeah, they I got to give, hey, I want to give a shout out to Jessica Can. Yeah, I mean, she that's did a great I was going. job. I mean, they, she they, ran really well. They, she, they went one lap down at the very end of the race. They all stayed yeah. on the lead lap until the very end. Jessica and Jonathan Finley. Jonathan, I know, you know, Really wanted Man. to be running higher up, but um, all of them, they put on a great show back there. They were swapping positions and racing hard, and they raced close, um, you know, door-to-door -door a lot of times and didn't touch and didn't crash. Uh, Jessica, you know, has she I come agree. a long way or what? She has. I mean, she has. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, most popular driver last year with the Cars Tour. Right. I mean, she, you know... And, you know, last year, she it was a really big learning year for her. I mean, right. it was a big jump for her to 
run with a car store. I mean, you know, and this year, I mean, that race, I mean, about every time she's raced this year, I mean, she showed a lot of improvements. I mean, you can tell she's got a lot more car control. I mean, she, you know, she was getting racy. I mean, you know, she was back there racing uh, with uh, Ronald Hill, back there racing with Jonathan Finley, and, uh, you know, making good moves. I mean, uh, you know, job well done. I mean, you know, Mm -hmm. I think she's definitely going in the right direction. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, last year they, even though she was racing, you know, with the tour, they still had the reins pulled back. You know, she was basically racing with the governor on uh, the program because they only would let her race at so much percent. Now they, they, all right, she's full 100%. They're letting her, you know, go out there 110% and she's performing. So uh, kudos to her and the the, uh, black acid apparel folks. And uh, they do a fantastic job, and uh, she's she's really growing. She's a very uh, smart young lady and very mechanically minded. Uh, she she'll blow you away uh, talking about uh, you know mechanical things and and, and how the car hey, works. She she and keep in mind she's got that uh, super late model they're working on in the background too. Yep, absolutely. That's to be determined. TBA's coming. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. So. Um, take a look at some of the uh, side notes that i've got uh, four races for the late model stock cars four different winners four different pole winners so that shows the depth of the com- competition level there so uh, kudos to bobby mccarty finally getting that first win it's hard to believe four races in that's his first win um and i know he was very excited um it's his second career win at the um, hickory motor speedway at the seventh tour win so that put puts him uh, tied with Deke McCaskill on the all-time list. So uh, hats off to him. Uh, take a look at the points real quick, and boy, did that shake him up. Um, Jared Fryer takes over the late model stock car points list uh, this week. Jumps up three spots. Corey Heim uh, stays in second. Bobby McCarty jumps up three spots to third. Connor Mozak stays in fourth. Lane Riggs drops to fifth. Nolan Pope is now in sixth. Brandon Pierce, 7th. Jonathan Schaefer jumps up to 8th. Uh, Gage Painter uh, tied for 8th with Jonathan. Deke McCaskill is now in 10th. Uh, uh, tied with 10th with Trevor Ward, who jumps up 4 spots to take that uh, two-way tie with Deke McCaskill in 10th. So that'll wrap up. That'll put a bow on the um, tour stop for Hickory Motor Speedway. And coming up next, big fast racetrack. They are super fast. Dominion Raceway. Coming up, what was that called? The Radley Automotive Automotive 125 coming up this Saturday. Um, And I know that is a fantastic, uh, well-represented with late models and fans. I know everybody's looking forward to getting up that way. It's kind of a drive for us, but think about all these drivers from up there that come down here all the time to uh, uh, to race with us. So it's time for us to do the favor. So uh, this this coming weekend, um, late model stocks race number five for the late model stocks, August eighth at the Dominion Raceway, the Radley one twenty five. Um, what's what's your thoughts about that up there? Um, have you been to that race? Have you called a race there? 
I haven't called a race at Dominion yet, uh, but I, <laughs> I'm going to do it this Saturday. And you know, looking forward to it. I mean, beautiful racetrack. I mean, usually get a great crowd up there. Uh, very competitive race. Uh, uh, last time I was there last year, and you know, it's it's a great track for late model stocks. And you know, also we're going to have some uh, local classes running right. with us as well Saturday. Um, I know they have some really good local classes up there at Dominion. So uh, really looking forward to going up there Saturday. Uh, it should be a great show. Yeah, this will be the fourth time the uh, tour has been there. Uh, f- winners in the past, Lane Riggs, Jared Fryer. So they're right in the thick of the points. So I know they're looking to redeem, uh, you know, of course, Lane looking to redeem uh, the uh, poor uh, finish this past weekend and um, get back up at the top of the points. Uh as quick as possible. Jared Fryer's going to try to stay on top. And uh, Josh Berry has won. He was up there running uh, for the, um, I think, trying to jump on the NASCAR uh, national title. I think he finished sixth in um, his best finish up there this past weekend. But he was a former race winner. Last year he won. Uh, pole winners, Bobby McCarty, uh, Brandon Z-R-O-S-S-O Grosso I don't want to mispronounce it on purpose but Myatt Snyder has uh, snagged the pole up there and Bobby McCarty's got the pole record for the tour at a 15.090 at well over 97 miles per hour so he's hitting his stride now and starting to climb up that points ladder and he's going to a track where he knows how to be fast so um that might got some some of these guys worried a little bit so um so it's uh, you know the guys that are um right now you know climbing the points battle um are going to a track where you know you got five four or five guys that are in this points right now is the time to make that move uh to assert yourself in that battle and they're going to a track where all these guys are good at Man, this is going to be a good ingredient for an exciting race. I agree. I agree. I mean, we've got a heck of a battle on this late model stock deal right now. I mean, you know, and, and you know, it's up for grabs. I mean, yeah. we've got a handful of guys that are battling it out. And, you know, uh, I I look for it to be a battle all the way to the end of the season. I, I really do. I mean, I, the, the way the competition's been and, you know, some of these guys, you know, coming on at the end of the races and, and knocking on the door but haven't been able to pull off a victory, well, eventually they got to be able to pull off a victory. So, I mean, we may have a new winner this weekend. Who knows? Yeah, so far we're four for four. And then keep in mind, you know, uh, as we spoke before on, on how things have really turned around for many, this is his home track. Last year he finished in top five. Uh, they're really, you know, flying high now. So who knows? This could be his first win. Uh, and really assert him, you know, in this points thing and, and you know, try to get him uh, asserted in this uh, situation. So, uh, but to, to win at his home track, you know, he said he he's never a loss for words. And he actually said, I would probably be speechless. So we got a kick out of that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but man, could you imagine him winning there? Because you know he's going to have as many fans as, as possible as could get in there because they're going to be uh, open for fans uh, as well uh, at a, only a certain amount of capacity, just like Hickory was this past weekend. Uh, let's take a look at some of the particulars there. Friday, August 7th, 
You know, of course, they'll be parking the trailers around 3 o'clock for the folks listening that are uh, teams and things like that. Crew chief meeting Friday at uh, 4 o'clock. Practice on Friday begins at 4.30 for the late model stock cars and will finish at 7 p.m. Um, and then the local classes will be um, practicing after that. Um, and then Saturday, the... Um, Parking begins at 11.45, 11.45, and the pit gates open for the uh, Cars Tour competitors at 12 p.m. So for the fans, information for Saturday, Dominion Raceway, the Radley 125 for the Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour. Uh, the fans, grandstands, the gates open at 4 p.m. Practice starts uh, right about the same time, so when you or that's the local practice. Um, the late model stock cars will be practicing earlier in the day. Uh, qualifying will go around 6:30, and 7:30 will be green flag. So looking forward to all that exciting racing action at Dominion Raceway, the Radley 125 for the Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour, late model stocks, and they have local divisions. Uh, so USAC Sprints and Modifieds, Virginia Racers, and Mini Cup. So that ought to be pretty cool. Well, Danny, are you going to be the uh, um, race director for the local guys? Are you going to help those guys out or just uh, the late models? No, I, my total focus <laughs> will be on the cars tour. I mean, they'll have their race director in place, uh, you know, and they'll... Uh, They'll take care of all of that. They have a great program up there, great staff. So, yeah, they'll handle that, and I'll take care of our part, and uh, we'll have a great night. Well, Danny, I appreciate you taking time out of your busy day to uh, talk some racing with us about this past weekend and looking forward to uh, next weekend, folks. If, uh, if you're looking for more information for a full uh, rundown and full points for your favorite driver, if we didn't mention his name, be sure and check out carsracingtour.com and look up for all the stories and all the pictures and everything from the coverage from this past weekend on race22.com and carsracingtour.com and look up for more upcoming action of all your favorite racing for the Solid Rock Carriers Tour races on race22.com. So I guess with that... We will call it a wrap. We'll put a bow on this. What do you think, Danny? Think uh, we did it? Did we do it this time? Yeah, I think we did it. I mean, you know, uh, I'll get, I'll eventually get good at this deal. Just hang in there. Well, you're doing fine. <laughs> you are doing fine, my friend. You're doing just fine. All right, partner. Well, we'll we'll put a bow on this one, and uh, y'all be safe going up there. Hey, we want to say send in our prayers out to your pop. Had some surgery um uh done at the wake forest baptist over this past week and couldn't be with us this past weekend man we missed him dearly um at the racetrack and uh we're sending all of our love and prayers uh, to pops and i uh, can't wait to see him back at the racetrack and we wish him well and um you know we're here for him so if he needs anything well if if we if we can't make it to a dominion and we're here if he needs anything just tell him to reach out to us Yes, sir. Thank you, bud. I appreciate that. He misses everybody, so uh, he'll be back uh, with us soon. All right. All right. With that, we will uh, call it a day. And until then, we'll see you at the races. We're sorry. The number you have dialed is not in service at this time.